Welcome to another episode of A Nut Bar Idea. I love the title of A Nut Bar Idea. I like it when people tell me your name suits you, thinking that they're giving me an insult and I take it as a compliment. They just haven't gotten it yet. Um, I'm watching Tony Robbins. I used to love this guy. I mean, I studied all his work. I've even gone to his seminars. I was eat breathing this guy's stuff. It's amazing. It's impressive. Um, up until the time I went to one of his seminars, and then I learned the truth about Tony Robbins. Now... I'm kind of uh, talking about him today because uh, he is now saying uh, that COVID is a fraud. Uh, so it's good to see somebody of that caliber start speaking truth. But it's it's sort of, you know, another con game. It's like, Okay, here's the problem. Let me offer you the solution. Tony Robbins has always, always been about greed. Greed, 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 greed. Um, he's taught, you know, how to be on top of your game. Now, the game that we're playing is the greed game. Every man-made system, the economic system, can only give value to things that destroy our world. Our currencies are not designed to give value to solutions because there's no profit in solutions. There's only profits in problems. If you actually solved a problem, then you can't service the problem. You can't create jobs for that problem. So you have to change your complete perception of reality to actually do some changing because what Tony Robbins is doing now is he's like offering all this free motivational speaking and who do you want to be and you know all of that is great but if your image of who you want to be is that greed guy that's profiting off destroying the planet then you're creating everything that was that created today's so it's I'd be careful with uh the direction that Tony Robbins is influencing, it, it is the problem-solution uh, mentality. Now, do I think Tony Robbins is a horrible guy? I mean, he, ha he does lack morals. He has zero, zero morals from what I've studied in his work. Um, and I can back that up. You just don't do the things that you do if you have morals. But I'm not finding people in religion have very many morals either. So my definition of morals is different than, you know, everybody else's definition of morals, it seems. Especially if you're in disagreement with me, then, you know, we'll probably be in disagreement about what our morals are. To me, my morals are cause no harm. Uh, now, just criticizing somebody you know hurts somebody's feelings which then we go into that hurts and that's harm 
but we have to analyze you know sometimes there's no pain no gain you you it hurts to find out you're wrong about something but it's it's you when you learn that you're wrong about something you figure out how you could be more right and it's a lot better living in more right the fact that i am criticizing tony robbins and i mean i my biggest biggest uh, scientific find is hollow dynamics and i'm criticizing even the author that came up with the book that or the concepts uh, several books uh, there's nobody that impresses me more than hollow dynamics theory but not the author because the author doesn't pay attention to his own words uh, and and that pisses me off I'm, I'm pointing a finger and I'm like Tony Robbins is wrong bad don't listen I'm looking at this author that wrote the books that I love 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 but he's bad don't listen and at that point is the time where you have to turn that mirror on yourself and start saying, hey, Judy, something wrong with you. You know, like, if I can see somebody doing something wrong, that means I know what right should look like, what they should be doing instead of what they are doing. And am I doing it? No, hardly. I'm trying to. I'm trying to be aware. That's why I'm trying to put this out in a podcast. But it's far from my best. And there is something that is holding me back. Which I think what's holding me back is me pointing fingers out at everybody I see that's doing something wrong. Um, we're all doing it. When you see yourself doing it, you do sort of see your own insanity. But once you start seeing your own insanity, now you know what you can work on. And that's what I, I, I somehow got to let go of the um, critiquing. I'm a critic. Um, and I think right now we need critics more than ever. We need to see and recognize everything that's wrong so that we can build everything that's right. But is that actually true? Do we really need to even talk about negative? Do we need to talk about the things that are wrong? Do we need to go there? I think this podcast is my little therapy session with myself. Questioning myself of why I'm criticizing others and not focusing on the solutions. What would I do if I was focusing on solutions? So I don't know. I'm about to go and visit my grandbaby. I'm going to make my life all about my grandbaby. I'm going to try as hard as I possibly can not to offer any advice. I really truly believe that the way of being, the best way of being, is never offer advice. Just wait for somebody to ask you your advice. Um, because for me, anyways, when somebody asks me advice, they don't realize that they give me the answers. I don't know the answers. If somebody's asking me for any advice, any advice, 
I have no clue what your answer is. When you ask the question, you give me your answer and you don't realize you're doing it. Um, and, and it's, I haven't had very many people ask me questions. So I haven't seen the phenomenon uh, up close for years now. But when I was raising my kids and they would come, you know, they'd be devastated with something and come and ask mom for an answer. They'd come and complain about something and they'd want answers and they didn't realize that they were giving me the answers to their problems. So I would just tell them what they just told me and bang, they, their problems got solved real fast. I was so freaking impressed with how fast my kids could turn away some of the challenges that would devastate you for, you know, months, six, seven months, you know, and these kids just snapped out of it just by using their own logic that they didn't even know was theirs because it needed to be repeated from me. So, and then when I'm, you know, frustrated uh, with the world I live in because I've been seeing, you know, the design of all our man-made systems designed to harm everybody for profit and nobody wants to listen and I, I look crazy I look like a crazy person and then I'm tr trying to offer advice and it just is more frustrating so I've kind of isolated um, before COVID um, and I thought of you know what would God do I have a very very close connection with God and You know, what, what, what does God do? And God never comes and preaches and tells you what to do. But I'm telling you, if I ask God for an answer, he always gives me answers. If I ask God a question, he always gives me answers. Always, always, always. I've never, ever been let down when I've needed uh, an answer from God. But I never get that unless I'm asking the question. God doesn't come down and say, hey, you want to know this. You need to ask this question. If somebody doesn't know how to ask the question, they're not ready for the answer yet. Lesson number one for Judy. So it really makes me kind of question why I'm doing these podcasts. Um, I think instead of, because I have this need drive to share my experiences so you know I, I think a lack of information is um, the problem so the more you share information but at the same time if people aren't ready for information what's the point um, kind of uh, trying to find my way with that problem because when you start judging other people you're projecting your own ship so when I'm criticizing people like Tony Robbins and the guy that wrote Holodynamics, Vernon Walls, anybody outside of myself that I criticize and I see something wrong within them, I got the problem. I'm projecting. So if I'm judging Tony Robbins to be greedy and immoral, then those are things that I'm probably dealing with. And I need to look at uh, my own greed and my own uh, immorality. Do, 
which doesn't make any sense to me, but you'll never figure it out if you're not asking the questions. If you're never doing any self-reflecting, you'll never find your blind spots. For me to see the greed in somebody else has to imply that I've got greed within my eyes, within my comprehension. If I'm seeing it, it has to be there within me. Um, otherwise, I'd be seeing something else. And, and there is something else that can be seen with Tony Robbins. This is a guy that grew up poor. And the pain of poverty was so bad that he spent his whole entire life getting rich. And then he spent his whole entire life teaching other people to get rich because of the pain of poverty. This is a man that does not want to see anybody living in pain and through poverty. Like he's made his whole entire living off of uh, teaching people how to be wealthy. Now that's one way of looking at it, you know, to see this man looking at, hey, he's been trying to teach people to be their best and on top of their game and, um, you know, and that process is ending his poverty. So it's got to be right. It's got, if it's ending my poverty, then it's got to be ending your poverty if you do, do what I do. He made a decision in fight flight. He needed to solve a problem he was challenged with when he was younger. So that's one way of looking at it. And that way of looking at it, you're looking at a compassionate person. You're not looking at somebody that's evil and out to destroy the world, you know. But you can look at it differently, too. That, you know, within his greed, how you make money is by causing pain for others. It is by causing massive poverty for people. Because that's what greed is. It's about taking more than you deserve from people from people that have nothing, you know, like you're taking from people so they have nothing. It's like, you know, if, you, if, you have, if you're living on the planet and let's say there's 10 people living on the entire, representing the entire world population and each person got $1. So we are all living in an equal, starting off fresh equally. Everybody's got a dollar. Okay, if we play that Tony Robbins game and Tony Robbins is the one holding all 10 pennies that, you know, if we share 10 pennies, I don't know what I said. If everybody got a dollar. Okay, at the end of the game, Tony Robbins has all $10 and nine people have nothing. What caused poverty? Is it the guy that's asking for all of your money and teaching you and manipulating you and brainwashing you to hand over all of your money? Did he cause poverty? Or did the people that give their money away, did they give money to somebody giving away their power? They didn't want to be responsible for their their own power, so they gave their power to somebody else. So what it to me, I see both things is if you're going to give away your power, you're going to cause yourself poverty. Um, if you're going to manipulate power from other people, you're going to suffer. You're going to create the hell that we're in today. It's a long term, you know. It, it doesn't work on long term. The greed game. It looks real good short term. 
you know, but long-term greed does collapse the economy. So, um, I'm going to reflect on this. Uh, I'm going to be spending some time with my grandbaby and uh, I'm going to try really hard not to offer any advice or my opinions on anything. If anybody wants my advice, I am happy to offer my perspective of reality. Because when you're asking me for advice, you actually give me your answer. And that's my perspective of reality. I think you need to use your own answers. And sometimes you can't see your own answers until you communicate them with somebody else. But when, when somebody's coming to ask me, uh, usually every, every time you have a problem, you're the one that's causing the problem. Um, so that's why you can kind of find the answers. I'd like to break that down. How do people tell me their answers when they tell me? It, it's because it's uh, a lot of compensation. You're usually, when you're suffering from a problem, you're, you're compensating something. So that's kind of obvious to me. When you're so far over on, on this one side, then it's easy to see that there's something wrong with this other side that you're avoiding so much. And yet you're not going to talk about it. You're going to talk about where you are instead of the place of where you're trying to avoid being. And there's always an answer towards that. It's, 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 it, the best, easiest way I can say it is you cannot complain about a problem unless you know what the answer is. And that's how you tell me your answers is because when you're complaining about a problem, you're saying so because you know what the answer is. Because that's your comparison, is your answer. So that's why people tell me their answers when they tell me their problems. <laughs> I just see sort of the opposite of what they're saying all the time. And voila, you got it. Um, so Tony Robbins is where he needs to be. I'm not going to be critical he just doesn't have the language and doesn't have the experience yet to um, develop a new mindset. He's even using the word mindset. That is very uh, Tony Robbins word, mindset. And uh, just about burned my rice. Um, you do need a completely different mindset to solve a problem. You cannot solve a problem using the same mindset that created the problem. And that's what I'm seeing Tony Robbins doing right now. Just my advice, which I think I shouldn't be given anyways. I think everybody should find it out on their own. Um, so I don't know. I'm uh, going to reflect on this thought myself. Um, I do find that... One thing that I did find that was really healing for me is I did offer massive advice on YouTube when I first crashed and burned. And I, I wasn't paying attention to whether anybody paid attention to the advice I was listening. I just knew that when I put advice, you know, that I was projecting it out into everybody else, I knew it was advice that I needed to follow more myself. So every time I offered advice, I would just sit there and listen to my own advice. And that was really healing to me so maybe that's where my direction is yes I'm going to put out a lot of advice but that advice I put out there is going to be designed for me 
to uh, bring out the best in me, to cure this cancer, um, to find where I fit into the world. And then I'll just share what the experience is with you. This is just a diary. I don't even know if anybody's listening to any of this. Have a good day.